The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A new book called Wise lays out in uh, the work how you can put life into midlife and take the crisis out of it. There are sections devoted to energy, to movement, to inner power. And uh, it's, I think it's fair to say, aimed predominantly at, at women, but also to uh, own the wisdom that they can gain in midlife. Joining me is Elaine Harris, social scientist, yoga therapist, energy worker, blogger, mother and author of Wise. Elaine, I have to ask, because in reading it, I hadn't decided that it was women focused, but that's what a lot of the reviews say. Do you intend it to be a book for women? Well, I guess um, being a woman in my midlife, that's my lived experience. So um, that's the perspective that I'm coming from. And um, the book came about because basically I was reaching my 40s and I felt very burnt out. And I basically decided to take a deep dive inwards to explore these issues around midlife and kind of with a sense of finding my own purpose for what was my role at this stage. So along with kind of midlife that both men and women, you know, will obviously encounter if we're lucky enough to get to that age. Women do, you know, also encounter a shift in hormones that happens at this age. And and much is is out there now around this. But I kind of wanted to look at the why behind the why and why does nature maybe, you know, give us this little nudge in our 40s and what does the changes in the hormones offer us rather than just looking at the symptoms and how we can manage them. And you've looked at that through in part Maslow, through a little bit of Eastern philosophy, through astrology. What did you come up with? Well, yeah, I basically... Um, had a look at kind of neuroscience around our nervous system. I also, my background is in yoga therapy. So I explored Ayurveda, which is the ancient Indian science of health and well-being. And what Ayurveda offers us is this perspective that as we move into midlife, we're, we have an increase of this vata energy, which basically vata is this sense of connecting us to something higher than ourselves, this sense of consciousness, uh, self-awareness um, and an expanded kind of sense of self. So we can lean into that when we're looking at kind of midlife from this perspective, because there's a lot that we gain as we age and as we come into our 40s and beyond. And as women, we're kind of against this kind of counter argument that, you know, our value lessens as we age and there's this whole anti-aging narrative that's that's out there. And so, you know, often we're distracted by that and we're not really leaning into the wisdom that we have that we can share with the world and that we can offer others because we're so kind of distracted and kept small and quiet by this sense that, you know, our purpose is diminishing as we age. You know, we're no longer maybe in those fertile years. We're concerned about wrinkles, you know, so it's kind of keeping us um, quiet and small in that sense, but also kind of the culture that we're in and how life works. And I've been kind of listening to your previous guests there in terms of, you know, food and obesity. Super interesting because the structures that we live in, everything is so fast now and it's not really designed with a woman's kind of cyclical nature, the rhythms that we, you know, lean into in terms of the seasons. So, um, you know, life is kind of, you know, harder in terms of trying to stay fitted into a structure that was never really designed. For and you. you you assess this through the lens of both the phases of seasons, but also the astrological age in which you say we are operating, which has certain characteristics. 
Well, I mean, I'm not an astrologer, but it was certainly interesting just to kind of look at the last 2000 years in terms of astrology is uh, termed the age of Pisces. And we're now moving into a new phase called the age of Aquarius, which is more focused on an more egalitarian share of power and balance between, you know, the different energies in the world. And we can think of this, you know, sometimes we call this divine feminine, divine um, masculine. Those kind of uh, terms can be quite loaded and triggering for people. So, you know, even to think of it in terms of yin and yang and this balance of energies that we have in the world. And currently our life and corporate and business economics, it's all more geared towards these yang energies, which when we kind of move to the extreme of those energies, it's very aggressive. There's quite an abuse of power. Um, and we miss out on a lot of the more kind of yin qualities that are within both sexes. And so we need more of a balance of both of those energies. And, you know, astrology... And what's the difference between the two in their characteristics? Well, yang is more kind of, you know, an active kind of energy. It's more strength, more power. Also, that's within women, don't get me wrong. Yin qualities are more kind of the moon energy, uh, slowness, night, um, shadow. So it's just kind of in terms of thinking about like a woman has a monthly cycle, whether you, you know, uh, you kind of still continue to kind of lean into these rhythms even after your menopause. And so personally speaking, during my monthly cycle, like at this stage that I'm in now, I'm a week before my period, I'm knackered. And my, you know, intuition is to kind of, you know, lean into moving a little bit slower in in my day to day. I need to rest more. I need more help at home. And if I don't get that, then we see this kind of surge of, you know, anger because my needs aren't being met and I'm running out of energy and I'm exhausted. And so when we don't kind of consider that cyclical nature in in how we live, particularly in how kind of wider society is constructed for women, we have these huge rates of burnout in women and we have an epidemic of stress, illness, disease, burnout. And, you know, basically, you know, we've kind of accepted that living this way is normal, that we should contort ourselves to fit into society rather than kind of leaning back in, reflecting and saying, well, actually, can we make some changes and shifts that facilitate our needs? Tell us then what you would recommend as the top couple of shifts and changes that people should make to navigate midlife properly. Well, I mean, it, I think it's a very individual process for everybody and it really depends on how you're living now. But what these years do offer us and what the hormonal shifts do give us is this gentle nudge to kind of go more inward. So I think, you know, spending more time in quietness and stillness, whether that's through contemplation, meditation, walking in nature, just to really connect and align with who you are, what those kind of inner whispers are that is the call of your soul, what you want to do with your life. But if we don't have that stillness and we don't pause to reflect, we can't really connect to, you know, our intuition and what it's nudging us to do. Um, also, a big piece of this work is around embodiment. So, you know, in today's rushed um life we're and you know with screens and all the rest we're spending so much time in our heads and we're not really connected to our bodies and so my work in yoga therapy is to really help people connect back to their physical body where that is when you really get the signals in terms of you know um how are you feeling and what's your intuition and is there any signs of you know physical symptoms that are telling you maybe you know it's time to make little shifts in your life to be in full health 
Well, there is a lot in the book because it is a, a fairly detailed and significant <laughs> piece of work. The book is called Wise. The author is Elaine Harris. Elaine, thank you very much for coming into us this morning. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.